0: This podcast is not suitable for work. If you're under the age of 18, kindly and with all due respect, get the fuck out. I mean it. Go on. Bye-bye. Mm-mm. See you later. This isn't for you. Nope. Mm-mm. America has a strange relationship with sex. We're obsessed with it, but it terrifies us. We censor it because it's constantly being shoved down our throats. But our dirty little secret is, we like things shoved down our throats, especially when we're bonded, or we're wearing leather, we're being slapped around a little bit. And, oh, God. <clears throat> I'm Sunny Megatron. Join Ken Melvoinberg and I as we explore, dissect, and demystify American sex.
1: Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. American Sex with Ken Melvoin Berg and Sonny Megatron. This episode of American Sex Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash aspodcast. The AS is for American Sex. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash ASpodcast for your free audio book.
0: Hello, friends. I'm Sunny Megatron.
1: And I'm Ken Melvoinberg.
0: And I'm Sid. And welcome to American Sex Podcast.
1: We have a couple of amazing guests for you on this episode of American Sex. Cam and Karen Lee Potter the mother-son duo from the ridiculously popular podcast, Sex Talk with My Mom.
0: And to keep with the theme of, you know, sex talk with my mom, we thought it's the perfect time to have our own sex talk with my mom. Well, not not with my mom because she's dead, but in this scenario, I'm my mom, or I'm, I'm the mom, and my 22-year-old firstborn child is the person I'm going to talk about sex with. So say hi again to everyone, Sid. Hi again, I'm still Sid.
1: So you guys talk about sex, right?
0: Yeah, she shows me all our dicks. <laughs> no, I don't show you all my dick. I show, okay. So I show you all of, the, not all of the dick pics, but the funny dick pics I get. Those of you who listen to the podcast know I get dick pics all the time, especially on Snapchat. And some of them are funny. So the other day, okay, so I got a dick pic the other day and I immediately was like, Cindy, you have to come in here right now. And she's like, oh, shit. And she comes in. And then I shoved this dick in her face. That was uh, <laughs> this is sounding way weird. She did. But OK. So it's this guy who sent a dick pic and he was jerking off. And then over his dick, he put in rainbow writing. He said, you have mice boobies. So I I I hate mice boobies, and then we laughed and we made jokes about like mice boobies. And I don't have eight boobs, and my boobs aren't that small. Not that there's anything wrong with small boobs, but it'd be weird if I had mice boobs. So, all right, Sydney, yeah, is it weird having us as parents? Yep. Why? Because you two are crazy. No, I mean, like, we're talking about <laughs> sex. We're talking about se- which. This is weird. Okay, how do Karen Lee and Cam do it? Because this is a w- little weird. And we're open and we talk a lot, but this conversation's really fucking awkward. So, <laughs> no, is it weird having us as parents and we're sex educators and we do kinky shit? And, like, we don't tell you what we do, but, I mean, what do you, what do you think of everything?
2: I don't know. I guess I think it's kind of normal because that's what I grew up with, but... Other people seem to think it's weird. What is the,
0: I don't know if I want to ask what the weirdest thing is, the weirdest sex thing talk with your parents that you've had?
2: Well, I was in fourth grade and we all got a note home about uh, what you thought was going to be the talk at school. And so you had the talk with me and we spent all night. I had tons of questions, too many questions. And then the next day I went to school to the session that I thought was going to be the talk and it was actually about just, you know, menstruation, because we're all eight-year-olds. <laughs> and and I kept asking all these questions and the room got really, really quiet. And silently one of the teachers escorted me to the principal's office and I ended up getting in trouble. Did you ask them about like, were you like, oh,
0: what about gay
2: sex and, you know, pegging? Or like what <laughs> No, I I kept I, I was really confused about like, you know, what if you didn't want a man? Could you still have a baby? And I kept asking all these questions and they would just look at me and look at the class and everything got really quiet and they took me to the principal's office and I ended up getting in trouble for it.
0: What I do remember when we had that talk, I was I was like, this is the first time I ever had to talk to a kid about sex and even though I'm open, this is before I was a sex educator, this was when I was in marketing and I was still like, oh shit, but I thought I did a pretty good job until afterwards yeah. you learned about everything. Like we talked about you know, fluid sexuality and pleasure and the mechanic, like we covered everything. And then afterwards I was like, oh shit, she knows all about like, you know, butt sex and stuff, but she thinks Santa's still real. So I remember I called you back in the room and I was like, oh, I figure since you know about all this sex stuff, by the way, you should also know there's no Santa.
2: Which is funny because I think I forgot that part and I ended up still believing in Santa for about another year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah or the time this is you ken this was funny do you remember easter dinner of like i don't know four years ago or five years ago
1: can you be more specific
0: okay so child number two who isn't here
1: (laughs) oh oh that that was easter 2013 oh easter
0: 2013 okay so child number two got her period for the first time and we were all like yeah you know we had like you're a woman and and just we did the cheesy shit And like, you've never been around a girl that first got their period. Oh, I have.
1: I had, I had a sister.
0: Well, you had a sister, but like, I don't know, that made a, you said it wasn't a big deal. Like we were all talking about it and giving advice about tampons and stuff. And then our uncle George came over for Easter dinner, who's now 90. He was like 87 or something at the time or 86. And he's like, hi everyone. So how have you been? What's new? And then Ken says,
1: "Faye got her period.
0: <laughs> and we were like, "No!" <laughs> I,
1: I thought that I didn't think it was anything out of the norm. Like, I thought that was a normal thing to tell people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I,
1: I guess there were some privacy issues there. I didn't take into consideration.
0: It was just it was funny. So, yeah, we all talk openly about sex, which is which is kind of good. So are you happy that where your parents said? Yep.
1: What a loaded question. What does she what does she wants to say? No, now she can't
0: help my parents are
2: awful
1: exactly <laughs> They're
2: forcing me to do the podcast
1: <laughs> shut up she has a little sign hold up, hold up right now it's awful help me. Help.
0: blink twice but they can't see you blink it blink twice if you need help said i'm blinking <laughs> all right so we have some some podcast stuff we have to take care of and and said you're gonna be a part we're forcing you we're forcing you to read our copy so hey said what's going on this month my mom and Step are teaching a BDSM 101 workshop at Chicago at
2: the Discovery Center on Wednesday, March 28th. Their classes are a ton of fun, even though I've never been to one, because that might be kind of weird. But everyone else says they're great, so you should go. Details for their March 28th class will be in the show notes for episode 32 at AmericanSexPodcast.com and SunnyMegatron.com.
1: And if you're in the Rochester, New York area, Sonny and I are spending a kink weekend at the Rochester Erotic Arts Festival. We're teaching four classes at this one. We're teaching a G-spot class, a prostate class, exploring non-monogamy, and a class on sex and humor. You can find out more and get your tickets at rochestereroticartfest.org.
0: And this is the first of a string of events we've got going over the next couple of months in the Midwest. So, on Memorial Day weekend, that's the weekend of May 25th to 28th, we're teaching in Detroit at a club ascension event. It's the Chicken Barbecue Memorial Day weekend event. So, we're definitely teaching our interrogation class at that event. And there might be something else too. We're still finalizing the details. So, pay attention to our calendar and check our show notes. We're also so at the end of July, going to be teaching at COPE. That's the Central Ohio Perversion Excursion in Columbus, Ohio. If you remember our episode a few weeks back with Barrick and Sheba, that is one of their fabulous, famous weekend hotel takeover events. So we're still finalizing the details on that one, too. So stay tuned to our calendar and check out the links in our show notes for Episode 32 at SunnyMegatron.com and AmericanSexPodcast.com.
1: It's a big welcome and our heartfelt appreciation time when we give a shout out to our newest Patreon members. This week, three people joined our Patreon family. Thank you to Ray, Melissa, and especially Cruel Valentine.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: We love you, Cruel Valentine.
0: Thank you from Sid. Thank Jesus. Now remember, if you follow our Patreon page, you can get some hilarious bonus stories from our guests absolutely free. Plus, you get a bunch of other cool perks too if you decide to become a member. And those perks start at just $1 a month. So that's at patreon.com slash American Sex. Now, this past week, Ken and I went to an exclusive, like kind of hoity-toity fancy Patreon event for creators, and we got a bunch of really great new ideas for our Patreon page. We got really jazzed and inspired about making it the best it can be for you. And we're even going to be working directly with Patreon itself to implement some of these really cool new changes. At this event, we heard from some super successful Patreon creators like author Mickey Kendall. Over the course of a year, she was able to gain enough support from Patreon to stop doing like those little piddly jobs you got to do just to pay the bills and keep the lights on. Support from Patreon actually freed up her time so she could clinch that big book deal. And it allowed her to make big waves and contribute more to the world. So we've had a sex ed book on the back burner for like, I don't know, quite a few years. And a few other big projects too that we just don't have enough time to devote to because we're busy chasing those little jobs that help keep the lights on. So now we are inspired to overhaul our Patreon and work towards having the time to get to these big projects. So pay attention to patreon.com slash American Sex over the next few months. Go to our page right now. Do it. Hit follow cuz you're going to see lots of new awesome things popping up. And one of those things coming soon in the next like week or two as soon as I can get to it is I recorded a special fucking hilarious bonus episode with one of our most pop- I think our most popular guests according to our demographics, Dixie De La Tour from Body Storytelling. We shot the shit and it like we literally shot the shit. It's uh, you just Pay attention. You got to hear it. And then this will all make sense. Another cool thing we do for you guys because we love you is sex toy giveaways every month. You can win an Aussie by Love Ents provided by our sponsor, Castle Megastore. The Aussie is the world's first oscillating G-spot toy. And it's also smartphone control, which is really fucking cool because that means a partner can control it from anywhere in the world. And I know you want to win one of your own, right? So go to SunnyMegatron.com slash Aussie. That's O-S-C-I. And thanks again, Castle Megastore, for this great prize. And also don't forget, you can get 50% off most items at Castle Megastore when you use the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at checkout. And there's one other thing you should
2: do to make sure my parents can feed their hungry children. That's me. Subscribe to American Sex Podcast in your favorite podcasting platform. Leave them an iTunes star rating or written review. And tell your friends to listen to American Sex Podcast, too. The more people tune in, the better I eat.
1: And now, a little bit about our guest. This is the dynamic duo behind Sex Talk with My Mom. Sex Talk with My Mom is a podcast hosted by sexually liberated Cougar Mom and her stand up comic son. They have the talk every week to entertain people and explore sex in today's society.
0: Karen Lee Potter is an expert in large age gap relationships and hosts the popular YouTube channel, The Karen Lee Potter Show. Her son Cam decided to use his Stanford education to become a clown slash mime. We had so much fun with them, and this was actually our very first in-person interview like in the same room sitting next to each other, which is kind of cool. Also, we're going to be on their podcast this week as well, so you have to tune in. They release their episodes on Thursdays, so what you need to do is go to your favorite podcast player, type in Sex Talk with My Mom, and subscribe. So on Thursday, you'll get to hear us on their podcast, and I just have to say is one really good episode and two we might have turned cam into a sex clown maybe i have hope i have my fingers crossed but you'll have to listen in to find out so here's cam and karen lee from sex talk with my mom yay Yay! we're rolling okay so this is really cool Listeners, if we sound a little different, it's because we're on totally different microphones. I hope we don't sound better because that means we have to buy new microphones. You know, we're going to totally sound better. (laughs) We're we're sitting here with Karen Lee and Cam Potter of the Sex Talk. With my mom podcast. By
1: the way, I fucked up and said sex with my mom, not realizing that that. (laughs) (laughs) the the word talk is Uh, very important in your podcast. And believe
3: me, we get that a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh,
4: really? I I don't want to have sex
0: with your mom. No, you're not getting the idea of this podcast. (laughs) Well... I know when I first heard the name of your podcast, I knew nothing else but the title. And I know I've talked to other people the same. they're like, what's that about? It's such an attention getter. So what is sex talk with my mom and how did it come to be?
5: What a great question! You wanna go for it? Sure. So, Sex Talk with My Mom is a podcast uh, where my mom and I talk about sex. <laughs> uh, so and that's it. See, see you later. So the story? Do you, we can dive into the story and talk, like our origin story? Yeah, I want to hear your origin it's, story. It's
3: tragedy and comedy. It's a whole Shakespearean
5: thing. So when I was seventeen, my dad was murdered, and wow. it was like it was a wild experience that completely changed everything for us
1: was that here in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Was he a cop or something or? No, no, no.
3: He owned a construction company. There was a disgruntled employee who was upset with uh, a pay decrease that he gave him the day before comes in the next day, went into the kitchen, pulls out a uh, a cake knife and stabbed him right in front of everybody. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. Did
1: that room cake for you.
4: It kind, of, it kind of it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth so
3: to speak
1: <laughs> I i'm sorry I, by the way i'm really dark and like I hope so are we okay. so I yeah, cool. yeah.
3: never pass up a good line in this family anyway so welcome welcome uh, to
5: the family yeah so basically she's so after a few i mean several months you started dating again and you, i mean do you? Want yeah to,
3: and i found that you know most of the guys i was dating were most of them were very young. I mean, they were just young guys, and not like teenagers. Obviously, they were consenting adults, but but they, barely. They,
0: no, they <laughs> were not. Were they old enough
3: to buy they, beer? They were old enough okay. to not only buy beer, but to vote. Oh, and, okay, and <laughs> to serve in the military. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they no, they were younger guys, and I just kept attracting younger guys, and um, I found I was attracted to my I have a very young spirit, and so Do you I have a cougar vibe going. Actually, on Actually, I got the cougar, cougar vibe, She's which currently I actually wearing, I'm like, wearing cougar clothing right, right. now. <laughs> Um, but you know I, what they
1: call cougars in Australia, don't you? No, they call them uh, dingoes. Dingoes. I thought they had to do was, with kangaroos. No, oh, yeah. because it's a dingo ate your baby. Okay. So it's oral sex and yeah. All right. Anyway, well, I'm going <laughs> to... Down under. We're going to go right
3: <laughs> fast forward through this whole thing then. <laughs> so the bottom line is that I went online to look for advice and on dating as a widow or you know, divorcee. And most of the advice is given by young people. And I not I could not really. I was in my 40s. And so I said, this, you know, I'm going to start my own uh, YouTube channel. I started it. It, um, I thought i would be helping women that were my age based on my experience. I'm also have a master's in social work. So I thought we'd combine everything together. All I got was a bunch of horny guys again. So it was just like a <laughs> 90% men, um, age like, you know, 25 to 35. And so I'm like, well, I, I'm just going to embrace this. The whole Cougar concept. I wrote a book called a Cougar's guide to getting your ass back out there. Meanwhile, Cam is doing his stand-up comedy, and he's Oops. using my well, book.
5: Well, hold on. <laughs> so I was at I was at college at the time when she started her YouTube channel. Where, where were you at in college? I, I went, went to here Stanford. In Chicago or? No, in California. Okay.
3: He just threw that in there. Stanford University. Oh, fancy, fancy, fancy.
5: So, anyways, I was uh, I was in, sc- in school. She was like, "I'm starting this YouTube channel. I'm going to help other women get back out there." And I was like, "This is great." And they started like videos with that intention, and then slowly I start seeing like the titles change from like "Here's how you date again after going through divorce" to uh, "Here are ten tips for an oral sex for cougars or and their cubs." And I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs>
0: were you mortified a little? Were you like,
5: no. "I was <laughs> like, like, something is happening here. <laughs> that <there> We <we're laughs> should talk about a lot of." blowjobs yeah. apparently and and it was because our audience was becoming these like 18 to 35 year old horny guys that wanted to watch her so i was like all right this is a new one so i started talking about it in my stand-up i had like one joke about it and then what was the, what joke? Was the joke
1: we got to hear the it, joke. it
5: it was like and then I, I the whole thing was about my whole set was about my struggling dating life And then I talk about how, and I wanted, uh, and I, I come here and I, I, my mom has asked me to promote her YouTube channel, which is uh, called like uh, love encore, love encore for cougars and their cubs or something like that. I don't know. It was, and then that would be the one that people were like, what, this is crazy. And they would ask me, no, you said you wanted about oral sex. You wanted to learn about oral sex. Right, so then I'm going to my mom's website. Right, Yeah, I forget the whole thing. He's like, the best place to find oral
3: sex? Oh, it's my mom's website. And then that got a big laugh. And then he brought the book on stage.
5: Right, so then I started doing whole sets about what it's like to have a cougar mom. And I would read read passages from the book, and I would try to sell the book. And then finally people were like, is this real? And I'm like, I don't know how to make this more real than to actually collaborate with her. So we created this podcast.
1: You know the amazing thing about that is that although I love it when young people do a podcast or talk about sexuality they oftentimes don't have the life experience to really know what the fuck they're doing they still have that new pussy or that new dick smell they're that young Uh so like i don't look at things as in years i look at it as levels because i'm a gamer so like you would be a level 20 what 28 28 and you are uh uh,
0: level um fifty something. Level fifty oh. something. <laughs> so, so, just... so she's already got her flying mount. You're gonna oh, get yeah. yours soon.
4: No, totally. Now the great thing about that is when you have
1: a a seasoned sex expert, you have a large variety of experiences that they have and with a younger person like you you have all the enthusiasm in the world about exploring and wanting to learn it's and i think that that's that's a, that's a really great dichotomy between the two things thank you yeah thank it's you good
5: call and, and we kind of learned that too that that was that was the dynamic we fell in naturally where it was like i was like i don't know what the fuck is going on i'm, I'm a sex novice compared to you <laughs> you mom you <even> more it's <laughs> a so th- slut and proud of it and that—that's kind of our, the dynamic at first. Two and a half years ago, when we started this, right. And over time, I've had more and more sex, and we've talked to so many sex experts and educators that I'm like, wait a minute, I kind of haven't—I'm formed my own opinions at this point, right. And he's, so, he's educating shift, me now, we have to shift like our dynamic a bit yeah. because it can be um, uh, confining in a way to constantly be in the position of I'm the one learning, I'm the I'm the one who doesn't know as much. And so we've had to kind of fine-tune that component to this
3: yeah especially when he knows a lot more than me now he goes to all these avn conventions and everything like <laughs> so now
1: the apprentice has become the master <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs>
3: yes i mean i'm like he's teaching me terms i'm like i didn't think that's possible
1: you know and this is sad as the like one of the only years we've missed avn and we're so sad that we didn't get to hook up with you or go and visit all of our pals there but avn is just an amazing convention and we love everybody there and it's such a great chance to do social networking for people in our field Totally. Uh, that it's just an amazing opportunity. Plus, boobs. <laughs>
5: it's crazy. <laughs> All the ones. Yeah, everything. Did
1: you go to any of the parties?
5: I went to a latex party. It was like a kind of like a private party. So but I don't. Those, know. those, those were, were probably our yeah, friends. Those are probably our friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah.
1: It was a wild. lot of our
0: friends were like, oh. Um, you know, I went to my first clown orgy last night. We're like, you were with our friends, our friends, met our friends, <laughs> yeah. like, because how many clown orgies yeah. really? Well, yeah, here? like, and
1: all of our friends yeah. are throwing clown orgies Can't, every year at ABN this time. Yeah. Like next you year you go, it, we'll, we'll get you the invite Damn. to the clown orgy next year. Next
0: time. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. love it. So, all right, you're sitting next to your mom right now talking about, like, hey, I want to go to a clown orgy, and she's, like, patting you on the back, like, you go, Cam. Oh, yeah.
4: but- <laughs> no, she,
1: no, she's more like pushing him. You go, Cam. You go. <laughs> well, you guys
3: figured out the dynamic pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. that, that has been, like, basically my, I, he has two other siblings, and I'm kind of, that's not my parenting, that's my parenting style. It's, like, Push kids to have experiences; they will know when you know they're they're backing off and it kind of like it, it. Kind of, it's a good way if you want to deal with rebellious people. Just push them into it, and then they're like, "I don't want to do that. I don't want to smoke pot, mom. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, you're actually giving me insight because we have a 23 year old and a 17 year old. So I'm like, "Oh, this is probably a lot of the stuff that they're thinking." You know? So was it always? So open, or was there a time where it was kind of weird where you, you know, like, hey, mom, I had sex last night, or, you know, or it was did always you go open. through some awkward, bumpy,
5: So we've always had a very close relationship. I think my dad's death really pulled us together even more so. Mm -hmm. But in high school, people would be coming over to get... Like my friends would come over to get her advice on their relationships and sex lives and stuff like that.
3: It It was more than advice. It was like hysterical laughter. I mean, they would come over at like 10 o'clock at night and talk about how they got their chest hair waxed off and it was like painful during and this is during their college years and it was just so many funny experiences we'd be up to one two in the morning just like laughing mm-hmm. and I love hanging out with the younger people just hearing their stories and, and helping them out with like my, my opinion and my advice
1: did you ever have any of his friends hit on you
3: all the time they're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? that "You're mom." that's very it's, uncomfortable it goes on yeah. all the
3: time he gets very defensive Get it's, the fuck away And I'm like, who cares? Like, is that your prom date? No, that's my mom. <laughs> Remember that? You had a picture on your wall. Yeah. So you like younger guys. Well, I have a boyfriend that I live with for the last 10 years who's several years younger than me. Okay. But I, I'm not not in their 20s. He's he's in their 40s. So Because one
0: day, you know, you're going to get to the age where, which my kids have gotten to the age where they're the same age as people I date. And it's like, <laughs> I,
5: I mean, is that going to be weird if that ever happens? This is so fun. It came up on another podcast and I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be weird. <laughs> Of course, it's going to be weird. And
1: it, I, As you age, it's, good. it's inevitable, my friend. Yeah, it is I, inevitable. And
5: there might be a time where I'm dating someone her age. Yeah, and in, I encourage or, that. You
1: haven't dated a cougar yet?
5: Yeah, no. I'm telling him, go really? for
1: it.
3: At one point, you were thinking of your yoga instructor was like, like almost
1: the same age as my boyfriend right right so so you turned down a yoga instructor that's experienced no Dude. I, I, I asked I her out and and she oh said, okay no that's Aww. How Aww. That <laughs> <true>. sorry <laughs> sorry i just put like lemon no. and salt in the way yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: hey yoga yoga teacher if you're listening you turned down a nice young cam Thank yeah you. you turned down the best thing that could happen
1: you, you know, to you, you go fuck yourself don't go say
0: the shit out of that you one yeah
5: you know? <laughs> Yeah, so I think it would be weird. Um, and I I thought a lot about why it would be strange because I'm I'm you know I'm open to people's preferences. Um, but I think that there is something that like, and I think that we're at such different maturity levels and just by how much life we obviously you're way more mature
1: than she is. Right. Of <laughs> I was going to say yes, we have
5: flipped those roles, but it would for me. I I I almost unfortunately I think I would be a little judgmental of like, wait a minute, you're you should. Be wanting to be with someone who's way more life experienced than someone who's my age. That I don't know, and-, and
3: I and I probably as a if, as a relationship could never be with someone in their like twenties or thirties or whatever. that couldn't because I'm just way too more uh, experienced in it. But if he's. If you're just talking about like you know who would want to have sex with, yeah, I mean, a seventy five year old or you know someone in their thirties. I
5: mean, obviously, I'd go for the
1: thirties. Well, you want Ooh, the dick I'll... to work. I, yeah, mean, I mean, first come and foremost, you yeah. know.
5: But but that said, I wouldn't like say no. This cannot fucking happen. Like, where that's not my place at all to even tell her who she can date. But one if, of your siblings would, to, might say that. But to be honest, it would be it would be strange, right? Yeah, it just would be. Castle Megastore
0: Once you see their sex toys You'll want more I have no idea if Castle Megastore actually Has a theme song but I Really dig Castle Megastore So that's my gift to you Castle Your very own theme song And you listeners get a gift too If you go to CastleMegastore.com And use discount code Sunny That's S-U-N-N-Y when you check out You will receive 20% Off your order that's amazing Castle Megastore mega store when you get your sex toys you'll be on the floor because you'll be using them so much and they'll be so awesome and you'll save so much money you'll get more than one and then you'll climax for a really long time and you'll just be passed out and you'll be like oh my god give me water was the best orgasm ever I know you're fancy, and I know you've been eyeing some of those luxury sex toys, haven't you, you frisky little fox? Well, I also know that you enjoy a good discount, don't you, dear? You now can get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping, at luxury sex toy retailer, Lelo.com, with discount code SUNNY. Yes, dear, you heard me right, 20% off anything your little heart, or, well, other parts, desire, at L-E-L-O.com, using discount code S-U-N-N-Y. Yes, dear, you can thank me later.
1: Cam, have you ever had a threesome? No. Yep.
3: Neither so, has Karen. Like, really? I mean, no. What? No, I'm not. pretty vanilla. 2018, We're though. Maybe 28 threesome. I was in a very <laughs> traditional, monogamous relationship with my husband for and never had sex with anybody else for 24 years. I got married when I was 23. I was, I was with him when I was like 19 on or 20. I had very few sexual partners before him. I had a lot of like. You know everything else, but sex things. Right. But I only had like you know half a dozen guys, and then I was with my husband for the next twenty four years.
5: Hmm. And
1: hey, what about you, Cam? Notes like you yeah. have is is a threesome something you want to do, or are you more on the monogamous end of things?
5: Uh, I'd be open to it. Uh, I tend to. Yeah, I'd be down if if What about I found foursomes? <laughs> animal, yeah, 17-somes. <Seventeensomes. laughs> it it's been an interesting exploration for me to figure out where I want sex to fit into my life. If I wanted to only be with people that I really feel emotionally connected to, or if it is something that I could just do casually and for the physical pleasure of, of the whole thing. Right.
1: So when you were at ABN at the latex party, were you seeing sex in a more open environment where you were seeing stuff going on that you had never seen before?
5: I... Or was it primarily seen, just
1: talking and chatting?
5: No, there was there was definitely like some whipping and like spankings and people fingering each other. There was a lot of shit going on that blow I. Blowjobbery? Was
1: there blowjobbery happening? I didn't see
5: any blowjobbery, but
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been exciting.
3: I, I do like the term though. Blowjobbery.
5: You know, <laughs> uh, it it was probably the most condensed, like uh, potent sexual environment I'd been in.
3: Ken, do you like blowjobs better than actual sex? Yes. So my boy- like my boyfriend better. is much more into sex than in blowjobs. No, I mean, no, blowjobs. I mean, blowjobs no. is part of sex, but it, it's like he likes the actual sex act.
1: For me, I much prefer oral to vaginal or anal, for sure. Like, that's like blowjobs are my thing. And Summy is the queen of blowjobs. I've had a lot of blowjobs Thank from you, a dear. lot of people.
3: What <laughs> makes someone the queen of blowjobs?
1: Technique. The crown. No, but but isn't it mostly like
3: you've communicated what exactly you like, so then you've been with her for so long that that maybe that's why she's the queen of your blowjobs. No, she did it
1: right from the first time. So it's (laughs) it's, part of it is instinct, part of it is technique, part of it is communication, uh, but it's also exploration. So we have done everything that you can think of pretty much from prostate play, anal, um, blowjobs, gangbangs, like parties with all sorts of people that we are... Involved with in some capacity where there's sexuality going on. We've had, um, we've rented out entire restaurants or, uh, businesses where we have like 20 people sitting at tables pretending to be, uh, patrons. And then we have like people pretending to be terrorists that come in and it's like a whole event of submissives versus dominance. Oh my um, God. Like all sorts of interesting parties, uh, where there's themes and role playing going on, so we do a lot of this. But like above and beyond anybody else, she just gives a goddamn good blowjob. I, I, th-
0: I think I'm just I like using my mouth and my hands, like it's my strong point.
1: And it's, my, it's my not hip about action is like
0: you know I kind of like I have the hip action of a white girl. Like I'm just <laughs> you know?
1: she's mixed race, but yeah, yeah, she's,
0: yeah, yeah. You yeah. do
1: fuck more like a white girl than yeah. A black girl. Right. <laughs> but I what, do I'm, I'm what does DSLs. it mean? Fuck like a white girl versus a black girl?
0: I have no rhythm. I no rhythm in my hips. No, it's like dancing to Huey Lewis, clapping on the offbeat. That's me, yeah. fucking like. But I'm really good with my mouth and my hands. And that's yeah. the
1: thing. It's like she can't take big things in her mouth, but she's amazing with like uh, using hands and. Sp- Bit in like just like twisting and playing with the balls and all sorts of different <laughs> techniques. So when we teach our world's greatest blowjob class,
0: it really is the world's greatest really, blowjob.
1: But, but the thing is, we teach it from a giver's <laughs> and a receiver's point of view because there is more to receiving a blowjob than just lying there and taking it. There's a difference between irrumation and oral sex, for example.
3: Wait, well, hold the phone. Yeah. I don't know what irrumation means.
1: Irrumation is face fucking. It's when the uh, when the penis is doing the thrusting going into you. Oh, it's been something okay. that's been used as far back as a, a way for a roman soldier to dominate another roman soldier was an, a roman officer would put an enlisted guy down on his knees and force the cock down the other person's throat uh but that was normal for that time in that culture uh but it's uh the difference is that irrumation is uh the penis doing the thrusting mm, fellatio is the you know somebody like doing the action to so the i'm penis. a good for you are a very good for yeah. later.
0: <laughs> and I save some for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was really bad.
1: That
4: was awful. Very sake. clowny
0: of you to say that. So, you, how old were you, Cam, when you started the podcast together?
5: Twenty-five, I think.
0: Okay, so would you say at that point in your life you were more sexually inexperienced or totally. unsure or shy? Did you? Were you introspective or self-aware enough to know what you want? Or were you just like, I'm a blank slate? I don't know. Uh, pro- probably the latter. Okay. Yeah. You I, were the blank slate. I was
5: the blank slate. Yeah. yeah. The horny
0: blank slate, though, you just didn't know what to do with
5: it? or Well, I think it, it took me a while to, to come to terms with the fact that I, I think I need that emotional connection to really appreciate sex. And so I, that's very untraditional for most guys I know. They're kind of like if I'm if I'm horny, I want to have sex.
0: Would you have felt comfortable admitting that to the entire world? <laughs> yeah, he did on a podcast, right? Exactly. If you hadn't gone
5: on this podcasting journey with your mom, like no, I, there was some, it felt like a little coming out to be honest. Which and I was like, this is such this is the lamest coming out I've ever heard of. <laughs> coming, I actually like emotional sex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't even realize that that was like a thing that. Uh, I, I knew that women, most women, th- that's like what's supposed to happen. You but, think they uh, had
3: to do it, with dad? Because like my no. husband was very macho and he was pushing, like, go get him, you know? No, it's because
5: of, kind. of you. Oh. Are you fucking with <laughs> <kidding? laughs> You were always like, you should have as much sex as possible. Well, you should. Oh, you should. You should. You should experiment with different people. And so I constantly had that chirping in my back, in the background. <laughs> oh, like just fuck, 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 yeah, fuck. Yeah. So I always thought I was doing something wrong because I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't, just because just because i'm attracted to this girl now i have to fucking deal with the emotional right. fucking upheaval of being in a relationship and you know that's what if-
1: so different than my experience man i came home <laughs> at the age of 14 my mom's like she's smelling me she's like you smell like pussy and weed what have you been doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like getting pussy and smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mom would have been
5: fucking
3: thrilled been, you go you go for it son Go do some more. So does it,
1: does it freak you guys out when you hear about the sort of things that we do and the sex that we have? Or like if I tell you something along the lines of, like because I like BDSM, I use tears as lubricant sometimes. I'm a dacrophile or somebody who likes to see people cry. But that's, a, again, a consensual thing. Is that disturbing to you as somebody, specifically you, Cam, is that something disturbing when you hear about that when it's such a polar opposite of your experience?
5: Zero. I mean, maybe at first when we started podcasting, it would have been like, wait, this is the craziest thing. Why would someone be into this? But we've talked to so many people that, and I've been to different parties and experiences where I'm like, I can totally see how this could be arouse someone. and And so now it's like, of course, this is actually normal. In fact, vanilla is kind of a weird thing for me, even though that's my well, preferred. you know, it is the most popular
1: flavor, and it is <laughs> yeah. a good thing. And but sometimes it's not... you can add sprinkles. And sometimes you can add right. sprinkles, right. but it's not, not necessarily for everybody.
5: Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, no, it doesn't It doesn't weird me out at all. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm more of like mango chocolate sardine flavored. <laughs> in like the some, ass. Yeah, in the ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen Lee, over the last, what, two years that you've been doing this podcast, how have you seen Cam grow? Like, are you having proud oh, mama a moments? Huh? Are you having proud mama moments when you see <laughs> him grow? I am
3: so happy to see the self awareness that he's gained. He used to have big, big like psychological things going on with his um, coming too quickly experiences. I mean, he went through. You know, we interviewed sexologists, and one of them recommended a twenty one day masturbation challenge. And he, you can check it out on his his uh, on our website. Right, the whole blog is on there of your twenty one days. Uh, and,
1: and what is the challenge to masturbate or to not to, masturbate? To edge three times.
5: Oh. Uh. To, to come to the control. point of coming right. and not come for th- for 21 days straight. Did it work? It it taught me a lot about like the different mechanisms and muscles I had to control that. But then when a push comes to shove, like, <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking explosion. <laughs> Unless I'm with someone for a while. But have and, you like, tried
1: Kegels for men? Uh, I think this is kind it of what the people coxagel exercises. Yeah, yeah. Did you take the wet washcloth and put it on your boner and bounce it up and down?
0: No, <laughs> no resistance you, oh, you gotta add resistance wait. you gotta add resistance
1: to it let me tell you about cock ups alright oh this is something God. that you're cock going ups. to need to know in, for me in order to because I also was a premature ejaculator for a very long time In the you way think that most I guys that, are no. at the beginning no it's
3: like in, when they're in their early teens late teens early 20s when they're
1: younger they do definitely yeah. come faster uh, for sure but it's not with everybody and the one thing that we have found is that there is a couple exercises that you can do to do this now first of all the pubococcygeal muscle or your PC muscle does a couple of things. Have you ever been naked in the shower by yourself and you get a boner and you do the boner dance where you're sitting there making your boner go up and down by itself? I know. What Every guy's done course. this, right? Okay, so the muscle that does that is your PC muscle. There are two ways, or three ways that I would recommend in doing that. Now, first of all, while we're sitting here, everybody squeeze your butt cheeks as hard as you can and Listeners hold it. Listeners do it too. Listeners, do it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it. I love the Hold way it. Karen
0: Lee doesn't even make the face. Hold you're like it. a pro.
1: Hold it and then release. I had three kids. Now, if you do that 10 times with three sets every day, that will start to increase how your PC muscle works. You can do this on the bus. You can do it while you're riding in a plane. You can do it anywhere. The second method to exercise. It sounded like Dr. To do the, Seuss. Do right. it in a
0: plane, in you a box. You can do it <laughs> Green eggs and ham.
1: i do it that Kegel way.
0: man, I am.
1: Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Cam, I am. What oh, I like Cam,
0: I, like I, I am. Do you like green eggs and, and ham? Or, or maybe you'll find somebody that likes green eggs and Cam and emotional oh, cuddling and bonding. I love yeah.
1: that we can
5: incorporate Dr. Seuss into all of this. I do. It's my so favorite
1: So the second book. method is to do the boner dance with a wet washcloth on. So you are doing the same thing where you get an erection, you put the wet washcloth over your boner, and you're going to do cock-ups. So you do it ten times instead of chin ups. Three I get sets. It. Yes, okay. yeah, you do cock ups instead of chin ups. The third way you do it, it's the same muscle that starts and stops your stream of urine. Mm-hmm. So what you're gonna do is when you go to the bathroom, you're going to go Psst, plsst, plsst. So just a little tiny pee each time so that you do at least 10 times every time you urinate throughout the day. All of those things in combination will increase the PC muscle. Now, there are two things that you can do once that PC muscle, you feel there's a little bit of a strength to it. One, um, when you're about to come, if you're on a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is orgasm and you're at a 9, you're going to clench that PC muscle and you're going to hold it as hard as you can. That is not the key by itself, though, and this is where a lot of instructors don't get it because people try it and they come anyways. Uh So what you're going to do at that point is you're going to take your scrotum and you're going to pull it just a little bit away from the body. That temperature change in combination with flexing the PC muscle will both stop you from orgasming completely, but you'll also be able to have multiple orgasms and oh, what'll wow. happen is you'll have an extreme amount of precum you'll have a mini orgasm and then you can follow that up with as you continue fucking to have a full-blown orgasm. So you'll remain erect, you will have <laughs> larger loads, you will do edging while you're fucking all at the same time. Oh my God. Woo! So it's techniques you know. Like I'm not telling you anything you don't know, it's just maybe in a different order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank it's you. Like,
3: it's like Kegel muscles for girls, I guess. Yeah,
1: it yeah. It's Kegels for cocks.
5: Kegels for cocks. So, but it, it still is kind of like intrusive if I'm like every, because you <laughs> say like at the point where you're about to orgasm, that might be like every like 10 seconds. That's I, fine. And to just keep stopping just and keeps, doing
1: it. Just keep flexing and pulling and doing what you need to do. And eventually what will happen is that that muscle memory and you having the temperature change will start to get to the point where you can stop this on your own. But it takes a little while for practice. Mm. So once you do it... And also, as you age your body will change and you'll find that not only is your refractory period or the time that it takes you to get an erection again after you've had an orgasm will start to decrease. So somebody your age, you may be able to have another erection as soon as like 15, 20 minutes or a half an hour later. probably five minutes. But as you you age, that'll start going as your prostate enlarges through time, Where, uh, like right now, your prostate is approximately the size of a walnut. When you're my age, it becomes about the size of a plum. And so it takes a little bit more for me to get an erection again. Mm. But the more you have sex, the more frequently you have sex, the stronger your orgasms are and the better your, um, you know, the better rate you will have of getting an erection again so like it's like if you regularly have sex at least three times a week even if that's an orgasm or even if it's a masturbation session with yourself if it's self-love these will all be things that will increase um your white blood cell count it will you know like your when your body is happy what happens is your immune system is happy Mm. and this is something that will help increase you know all of the good things that will fight off infection in life if you are in a good mood because your body is in a good mood. You get all
3: those extra hormones released Yeah, all too. the extra uh, hormones yeah. and it's, all yeah.
1: the stuff but like all of that goes hand in hand with you practicing the PC muscle. Another great thing you can do by the way is prostate play and actually playing with your prostate a little bit. If you haven't done that you need to learn how. It's probably too much time for our podcast right. yeah. today uh, but uh, you will reduce the rate of you getting prostate cancer at all because you're oxygenating your prostate and you're expelling all the fungal bacteria and viral components that you've ever built up and it will actually increase the size of the load of semen that you have.
5: Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. Cocks are this fascinating. Is, yeah. 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 And Dicks
1: you guys are, awesome. are full of knowledge. Yeah. I mean, really? So
3: anyway, in answer to your question, yeah. yes. I have seen growth
1: in cam. <laughs> And obviously, Ken likes to talk. So, (laughs) all right.
0: Throughout the last two years, you've interviewed all sorts of people. You've probably learned surprising things about yourself, about each other. Tell me some of, like, Karen Lee, tell me something that maybe surprised you the most, that maybe it was weird or discovery about yourself, like something that left the biggest impression on you from your sex talk with my mom experience. Well, I've also been doing a YouTube channel,
3: so it's hard for me to, to separate those two. Uh, I'm just incredibly interested in the whole phenomenon of being able to have polyamory and and I, I, just learning so much about the different alternative lifestyles of sex because again, I grew up in a bubble and I was in a suburban household for years and monogamous for years and and I would say you know I didn't know i we you know I had pretty great sex life believe yeah. even though it was monogamous, we were pretty adventuresome in terms of what we did with each other, role-playing, all that kind of stuff. Um, But I've noticed that sex basically has changed in general for the world Mm -hmm. and talking about it. And maybe with some of the guests that we've interviewed, especially we've interviewed a lot of porn stars and people like that. So I've, I just have been much more open to the thought of like, Uh, how I'd feel if my partner and I went to, you know, a porn shoot or how we'd feel about if we went to hedonism, one of the places that, you know, and I've always been a little bit reluctant because of, I'm not sure once you open that Pandora's box, how you close it.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So do you think though, if you, have you opened any of the box? Have you peeked into the box?
3: (laughs) We've, we have still, I, I mean, I've been with my guy for 10 years and neither of us, to my knowledge, has has done anything besides um, monogamy with each other. Uh, And we've talked about, you know, like, cause we've talked with Nina Hartley uh, about like, maybe she could educate him a little bit, you know, and I'd be okay with that. I'd love to watch, you know, these, these kind of things. So we've talked, but we haven't really done anything, you know? So
1: wait, I have a, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. When's the last time you had an STI test?
3: Um, God, we've been monogamous. So it's been years.
1: So this is one of when the things. When we first started, we yeah, did. Yeah, when you first yeah. started, you do. Yeah. Um. Is there any reason why you haven't done that?
3: Um. I. Yeah, probably. And you're probably look at me like, oh, she's ignorant. But No, uh, no, no it's, no. it's
1: not ignorance. I
3: haven't had any need to because both of us have been, like I said, monogamous.
4: Okay. Okay. Go
1: ahead. Oh, no, no, okay. No, I'm just curious because we were talking about it earlier with the incident right, rate right of monogamous right. couples. Oh, on your and, podcast. And, yes. Yeah, on your podcast. Yes. And this is something that we were discussing we a little while such, ago. We
3: have such a. Uh, atypical relationship in terms of when we see each other and that kind of thing. That and there's so many other issues that we are working on that I don't think this is an issue. Right. <laughs> and we've got other stuff going on, but this is not an issue. We we both live in two different places a lot. We he lived with a girl all summer uh, I never once felt the least bit concerned that right. he was going to. And, I, and again, we talk about it. I think our communication is pretty good about, around yeah, that's sex. Awesome. Yeah. So we now, do this all the time. We talk about sex. I talk about sex with him. I talk about sex with Cam. She just talks about sex. I talk about <laughs> sex on my YouTube channel. I get emails every day. I get guys hitting me 24-7. It's just, right. It doesn't do anything for me anymore. Right. It's just like it's so not even like a subject. I get... Dick pics on a morning. Oh like, God, oh, me too.
0: It's like wake up, so dick, repulsive. like dick, dick, dick <laughs> just poof, poof, pelting me like all uh. the dick pics. Cam,
1: when's the last time you had an STI test? Um, pretty recently,
5: like maybe last time I went to the doctor six months ago, maybe. Okay.
1: I'm like and I'm sorry for being nosy about that, but it would be interesting for the two of you to go together and get an STI test, just to do that as like part of an episode. No. Yeah,
5: we haven't talked about that. We yeah, haven't but, done it yet, but yeah. that's our plan. That Can would be you imagine cool. How,
0: like, what and you'd be like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so now i have a question for you because you were like we haven't opened the pandora's box and yada yada and i have i kind of have a beef with people in the sex positive community especially poly people like we're poly we have an open relationship but a lot of poly people look at it as like well you're more evolved when you're poly and of course you know the next step is and maybe bullshit. maybe you're just monogamous and, and and that's okay but you can still have you thought about like you could go to hedonism or yeah. you could go to, a you know, and still remain monogamous, maybe even not get naked publicly. Have you considered doing that or going to a sex convention? We have been to sex. We've been to Exotica several times together.
3: Okay. And he's like with all my friends that are porn stars, and right. I love it when he's like, you know, grabbing their boobs and whatever they right. are And there's, I have a picture of, Sarah J and Alexis uh, oh, oh, We bring
0: yeah. her Okay I So every it. time she's there's grabbing. Exotica here We bring Sarah J A big bag of White Castles Because <laughs> they like, don't have White Castle on the Miami. West Coast Oh, oh I, didn't I didn't know, know that, that. No, Miami. Oh Miami yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: No no I mean I got a picture of them Grabbing his cock Right And, and I'm like totally cool I don't know I just we I think we have such an open We do play like, Right Like our, our We have a lot of Just openness And role playing And he's always talking about How he wants to have sex With our, our old psychologist I mean it's just So it's just it's funny. so So I don't know. We have such good chemistry together, right? That I just don't have this need, and by, right. I, not to say that I haven't been like, oh, well then maybe I would have sex with this right. guy, but you know, it, it just hasn't gotten there yet. Would
0: you go to a sex convention? Like we teach at conventions where it's a whole weekend, they take over the whole hotel, so they black out the windows. Yeah. The minute you walk in, you can be naked wherever you want in the entire hotel. Twenty four hour naked During swimming. the day, they have like classes, and then at night, they have like different playrooms and dungeon areas where you can either play. And- or just watch. Yeah. Would you ever do something like that? I together? think we would. I think yeah. we'd
3: go. I think we would. I mean, we just, I literally, like, I think I'm working too much to have time for all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear and, you on that. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, it hasn't, It, but it's not like I'd rule it out either. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. You know?
1: So okay. the both of you have a lot of friends that are porn stars that you've interviewed on in your podcast. Uh, Cam, do you masturbate to porn?
5: No, not regularly.
1: Okay, I do. do, you, do, you, do, you, do you, of course, I do. Do you find it difficult to masturbate to say Nina Hartley now? Now that you know her and your friends? No, not at all. And does I, it does it increase the? the I think the connection? it increases
3: it. But I mean, again, I I'm not a big, and I think we just talked about this on another podcast. I can't remember which one. But I'm. Oh, I know it's the last podcast because uh, my brain is like I'll only go but last podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I like. I don't like the traditional porn that's like glossy and you said, you know, the pizza guy delivers and all that. It's just, I, and I it's think always it's,
1: sausage pizza, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so
3: fake. It's just, I don't like it. So I like the like, sort of semi-realistic, like more like amateur pornish kind right. of things. And so I, I guess that's why I don't really masturbate. Oh, well, that makes sense. And I don't always masturbate to porn either, you know? So it's, it's like, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes we will use it together. It's not that often. Yeah. So.
1: And Cam, you never masturbate to porn, what very you, infrequently. What do you masturbate to?
5: It would be just like pictures of girls in lingerie, or like so. so like that's the the where Fredericks my Victoria's catalog, catalog. Yeah. 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 is I've
3: been looking. I haven't like gotten one in a while. Now I well, we know where they
5: go. Or, or my own fantasies, like or like, yeah. So what? What is
0: your number one fantasy? Like what's hot right now in Cam's brain? <laughs> <laughs> my,
5: I I think. this is like the the damn clown don't talk about the clown or the greek dancing no you don't get to control what i (laughs) fantasize about you're not the boss of his dick yeah uh i i think yoga i i'm i go to yoga a lot so that's like on my mind and that's a place where you see very attractive people and attractive clothing and so i'm like that fantasy of like being in someone's instructor or yeah Right. Some, really like getting that. into the downward oh, dog. <laughs> <Like, Yeah. laughs> Pretty much <yeah. laughs>
1: do yoga pants do it for you?
5: i yeah, they're they're very attractive to me.
1: So, how about
3: you? Are they
5: attractive
3: to you, Ken?
1: Uh not, not latexing really. enough? No, not, yeah, I I I prefer more latex. I mean it's okay, I guess. But I prefer, like, and, and it just depends on the kind of porn I'm watching. So sometimes it's BDSM porn that I like. So there's a lot of, like, the kink.com stuff where there's fuck machines involved or there's. Some level of activity where somebody is controlling another person's sexuality, but I also like, uh, gilf porn. Like, that's a new thing for me. Grandma? Uh, yeah, grandma porn. Like, yeah. grandmas I'd like to fuck. That's definitely something. I like the age difference that goes on there, and I like weird dichotomies where there's what, like, what, a just, huge I don't mean
3: to interrupt you, but uh, no. along those lines, what is it with lately the stepson and the uh, mother? What yeah, is the all incest. that? Incest you know what? And or... I can't
1: do that anymore. I'm a step, it's like, since I've become a stepdad, oh, I wow. can't watch, I can watch. I can watch like brother sister porn, but I cannot watch stepdad porn because I am a stepdad and that's just verboten for me at this point.
0: And I I think I I read somewhere that it's the number one or number two or something searched uh, porn or watched porn. And I think a lot of it is just the taboo. You know, we fetishize and we fantasize about what we're not supposed to do. And that's kind of the ultimate you can never, you know. Unbrother your own brother, or undad your dad, or
1: whatever it is. And you know what's hilarious? I just got a phone call. My mom just called. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Oh. And, and you know what?
3: I got a th- I got a phone call. My sister just called. weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is but weird. it's it's interesting because I listened to one of your podcasts where you talked about um, interracial eroticism. Yeah, uh-huh. and I put out one video like four years ago, and it was like why white women fantasize about black men, and it was just like my thoughts about why. I feel like my friends, and actually, I interviewed one of my gay friends, who's a guy, who's a guy, gay friends, who's a guy, yeah, white guy, and he was telling me why he fantasized and whatever. And so I just did a four minute video, why, why, you know, four reasons why or whatever. Do you know YouTube, Google? They they took down that video. They won't. They only let me put it in certain countries. It's like it got. Oh, my God. Hundreds of thousands of comments. Race. Oh, my God. It is the most, most racism I've ever gotten in any of my videos. It's like unbelievable how the reaction to that video wow. was so
0: much extreme. And what kind of, were people like, no, this is wrong? Or were people into it? Like, what kind of reaction did? Oh, my God. Just
3: horrible things about, you know, calling each other names, white supremacists. And, and it's just like, it's it involves so many re- violent reactions wow and I I think my daughter said when I put it up she's like you know you're gonna you shouldn't put that up mom I'm like no that's why I want to put it up I want to get reactions I like it I want to see what people have to say as a
1: biologist humans are the only species that worry about this do you ever think a dog worries about if it's black with white spots or white with (laughs) black spots they don't give a fuck they just want to hump each other and sniff each other's butts and that's the normal natural thing this social creation of race because it is a social creation definitely yeah. is something that is like beyond me sometimes how people can get so upset over something that has been like if you take a look at human history and it was a roll of toilet paper uh the creation of races as a division is in the last roll of paper, and it's the last centimeter of that roll. Wow! Yeah. that's that's and, how, that's as long as humans have had division of races. And
0: you know, we've had a, quite a few people on the podcast that deal in race play. Like Melina Williams is is one, and and she's a black woman, and she has her own reasons for engaging in race play. And some people. You know, are like, hey, if this is your fantasy, cool. It's not mine. You know, oftentimes though, if you're white and you engage in race play, a lot of that those racial preferences are steeped in white supremacy. Like all of the stereotype. You know, you've been to, black guys have big dicks, and you know, black women right, are exotic, right. and and so a lot of the backlash of that is because, like, it, you know, are your preferences coming from a place of a true preference or b awareness, like? hey, I know that this comes from white supremacy and this is my fantasy because I'm working that out or you just kind of like falling into the white supremacist stereotype like everybody else does without being more mindful about it. So it's like depending on who you talk to and why they think you're doing it, there's going to be lots of different opinions. And, you know, for some, even if you're being very mindful about it or you're learning something about race or, you know, Whatever it is, you know, have the most altruistic and and positive intentions to some, it can still be just something that should always be off limits. So, well,
3: my video is mostly about fantasizing,
0: right? It, you know, just why people can fantasize, and you
3: can fantasize it when it
0: right. That's the thing, There's it's like fantasies are often politically incorrect and yeah, taboo, and they're the thing, so it's really hard to reconcile. like is this just a fantasy that's a fantasy and I can't help it? Or is it's complicated? It is. It's, uh, it's really complicated. Like, so, I,
3: I wonder if they would actually ban me talking about how I fantasize about Donald Trump. I'm just kidding, kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding.
1: <laughs> well, it's That's funny a- because I actually, to the last day the end, I brought a Donald Trump mask with me shortly after he won. I wrote the patriarchy on my leg. And let in red lipstick, by the way. In red lipstick, and, red lipstick and I let out a stream of women pee on me. Oh, my God. it was very God. cathartic for everybody in the room. I love pee play. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love peeing on people. I love them peeing and on me. And I heard
3: you just drank your own pee the other day.
1: Accidentally, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really did, and it was awful. I thought it was lemonade, and it was not lemonade. Oh, my God.
0: Sweet lemonade, Ken.
1: Oh, sweet yes. lemonade. Well, guys, speaking of sweet lemonade, what Nothing. what's gonna happen no, are we gonna, gonna, gonna
4: have a piss party now i'm <laughs> no, not gonna have a piss party it would be but we're, but we're going
1: to have to wrap it up oh yes, yes. we're gonna have
0: to wrap it up um, this has been so fun <laughs> where can people find you and your podcast and all of the great things that you're doing
5: we will ask you one thing go to wherever you listen to I, your podcast right now and type in sex talk with my mom and subscribe and leave a rating and
3: review. We love those reviews.
1: Nice, nice.
3: It'll be great. And then you can also find us on, of course, Patreon.com/slash, Sex Talk with My Mom,
1: and YouTube.
3: Oh, and you can find us on YouTube as well. Every such Instagram, we're everywhere. So, Sex Talk with
1: My Mom
0: right and remember the word talk in there or you're gonna get some like <laughs> right. videos <My>
1: <laughs> popping up but you'll probably get sarah J, and that's all right
0: yeah that that <laughs> could be good yeah she's and, a doll and also listeners please do go to sex talk with your mom because with my mom or, or, <laughs> <laughs> sex talk with no your mom. no everyone go out and talk about sex with, talk your with your mom it's mom. a call to action to make the world a better place it certainly <laughs> <No>. will <laughs> But go listen to their podcast because just before this, we recorded an episode on theirs, and so. it was fabulous! Yay, awesome! Thank you so guys, much, guys! Thank you so we much had for being so being on much today. Fun
1: Thank you for having us, and we
0: loved Yay. it